0: <laughs> jambalaya.
1: jambalaya.
0: Where do you have Jambalaya?
1: Uh it was at a place on Green Street called eighteen oh three. That when New Orleans was discovered. I think it's yeah, I think it's when New Orleans was purchased. I don't or, know what's like it's part of the
0: New Orleans was discovered or purchased. Either I feel like both yeah. of them are insensitive. <laughs> yeah. Uh but I yeah, um I think it was part of the, the Louisiana, Louisiana Purchase. purchase. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, so this was like a Cajun E place. Mm-hmm. Um, really mostly because of the jambalaya on the menu. But no, it was good. And I I ordered a I ordered a drink because my friends were running late and I I'm still not on the booze all that hard, you know, after my my uh no drinking hiatus because mm-hmm. of being sick. And I I ordered this drink, this cocktail. And I, it, I knew it was, it was like gin and, um, lemon and dragon fruit Mm -hmm. and lavender. And then when it came out, I was like, oh, it's a sprig of like, it's a, I guess I was thinking there would be like fruit juice or like lavender infused simple or something like that. Simple syrup. But it was a sprig of lavender. It was a twist of lemon a giant ice cube, and then the um, it was the most beautiful bright pink color from the dragon fruit, but I took a sip of it, and it was just straight up gin. Mm. The whole thing was just gin, like a a big old glass, not like a small martini glass, a big old one. I was like, this is a beautiful welfare martini. <laughs> um, so I had to sip at that, but then, so I was like, with the, the jambalaya option, I was like, we need some rice to soak this up, because I am not used to this kind of booze anymore wow.
0: so how did how did how, how was it received <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you mean
0: like how were you feeling afterwards
1: uh i i was feeling a little loose there before okay. the, the jambalaya kicked in yeah but then we uh we went on a a walking tour after that that was like a halloween uh tour of downtown manhattan okay wow that's cool yeah yeah it was um we started up around um the park by city hall
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then eventually ended up down at Francis Tavern which is right by where i work
0: yes francis tavern
1: francis tavern
0: francis tavern
1: so that was kind of uh weird to end up down there cuz i was i've only been in cuz i was on leave before we even you know um, quarantined, not quarantined, started work from home because of COVID. Mm. So I haven't, except the one time I went down to clear my stuff out, I haven't been back there in two years. And I was like, this is the part that feels haunted. <laughs> um, So that was weird, but mm. it, yeah, it was a cool tour. The The tour guide did a, a good job and I learned some stuff about Manhattan. I never knew.
0: Who was your tour guide?
1: Um, She, I can't remember the name of the tour company. But it. Her name was Megan, and she she was like our age ish, probably a little younger than us. But she was, um, she had been an actor, and then, uh, I guess, got offered a job as a tour guide because she actually showed up on time and was mm. coherent. So, yeah, she was fun. Uh, it's, it's it was called the Murder and Mayhem Tour.
0: Okay, what did they... <laughs> like? Um, how did they like? presented it like like I don't know like just history that's kind of eerie or like eerie that's also historical or like it was you know I mean? it was like,
1: much more historical than the one we did in New orleans it was it was much less like ooky spooky in yeah. history um yeah it was it's from a site called ghostedmurders dot com oh okay <laughs> um but it it was yeah, it was very history oriented like we we started with um with the building that had been the original um, police headquarters in the city, that then uh, they they kept rebuilding over it, and it it is still the police headquarters now. Although you know the original building is of course gone, mm-hmm. um, but that. You know, there's a window from it that's that's actually been put in the park because they they took it out of the original building when it was rebuilt, and then that building also was haunted and had horrible things happen, I guess. <laughs> and so then when they did the new building, they're like, let's not put that in here. So it's instead it's in almost like a, a garden shed in the park, but it's it's the oldest piece of remaining architecture in the city. Mm. Um. Yeah, so it was it was more stuff like that. Uh, we went by, you know, where the Barnum and Bailey Circus was, which I didn't know that's where that was um, on Broadway, which is now a Zara's. Uh, but the did you you saw Greatest Showman? Right? Oh yeah. Yeah, so you know, you know, like when the the circus burns down. Yeah. That. You know, so it, we stood right there, um, you know, we, it, it was just cool because it gave such a different context to like right now the, the area that's the financial district down at the the very, you know, southern tip of Manhattan, that was where the original colony was starting when the Dutch came. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's where so many things that you wouldn't think would be there, like the theater district were there or you know a peach orchard was where that's what was at uh where the bowling green stop on the train is like there was a peach orchard there it just it was stuff like that it was um of course she didn't emphasize the peach orchard she emphasized that the owner of the peach orchard shot um a native american woman who was collecting peaches and then all the tribes in the area came and um and held siege um, on the colony for a while and you know shot the shot the guy who owned the peach orchard um you know so it's just a it was a wide history there were things from the dutch era things from the you know revolutionary era i like history
0: i like it his- yeah that's cool that's history. Cool. good history good no, that's that's pretty cool Let's-
1: yeah it's just funny because i've spent I've worked down there, you know, for 15, well, 17 years, actually, and um, it's, yeah, it's just interesting to note that there were all these, like, there's so much blood under that concrete, you know?
0: Yeah. 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 La blood.
1: Yeah. Welcome to Bloody Corners.
0: Bloody Corners um
1: that's our spooky season <laughs>
0: oh it is halloween next week i'm not a really yeah. big halloween fan no no tell me why i just don't care we hate candy i don't like candy that much <laughs> unless it's chocolate
1: mm-hmm. um you're like a kathy comic yeah chocolate 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 someone
0: i read someone they're gonna redo something with that i never found that funny Possibly because I wasn't a...
1: Oh, no. It's you know, not right funny.
0: woman. But I didn't like Dilbert either. To nope. me, Dilbert's like an incel. <laughs> but maybe I'm wrong.
1: <laughs> I, Dilbert's just... Dilbert's a weird name.
0: Dilbert? Yeah, for sure.
1: And it's like... I don't know. It seems like he'd have a brother called Filbert who's shaped like a hazelnut. Wasn't he... Dilbert was shaped like a thumb, wasn't he?
0: I remember him having a, a large middle waist middle section, like, but like thin on top. I don't know what he looked like, to be honest. I remember I, I kind of at the time thought he kind of resembled Drew Carey.
1: Oh. Oh my gosh, he's a whole guy. I just was picturing his head. A- no, you're totally right. He's like Drew Carey when Drew Carey had that flat top.
0: Right, with the show, uh, which wasn't a bad show. It wasn't a good show. But it was alright.
1: I yeah i loved his stand-up when i was a kid so much but i remember seeing him on johnny carson and just dying laughing yeah i mean he seemed funny but yeah his show i could never get into
0: yeah uh, yeah it was weird and then yeah i i well you know where did he work didn't he work like in a department store dilbert no drew Carey. did you ever see the show at all I don't think so. I think he worked in the department store. He did work in a department store, you know, similar to the show we're going to talk about Uh this week.
1: I really thought you were just trying to, you were just making that up because you were trying to do a segue. (laughs) No, I'm legit. (laughs) This is like legit.
0: It just so happened by chance. Like, don't, don't pull the curtains back. (laughs) Jesus Christ.
1: What a coinky dink oh
0: you know anyway he worked (laughs) in a supermarket no he worked in a department store in cleveland okay um and i think he was like middle management like so like in the middle office areas of the department store and the woman worked what's her name i can't remember but she worked in um
1: the one with the crazy makeup
0: no she was yeah she was like a
1: big lady who they made look ugly
0: yeah, she was, I think, the receptionist.
1: For, for oh, okay. Like? like Marjorie or something.
0: Yeah. Like, and then the other lady, uh, I can't remember who was on Scrubs, too. She was like the perfume girl or something like that. If I'm not oh, mistaken, okay. I could be. I could make this. And it was like
1: called that. The Drew Carey Show. Yes. Okay. But that's, that's so weird.
0: What, to have something called the Drew Carey Show?
1: Yeah. Why? I mean, I know there was the Bill Cosby Show, but still. The the Drew Carey Show. And then you're just in this scenario.
0: With other people. It's not just you. Yeah. It's kind of selfish.
1: (laughs) I mean, whatever. I guess it's how they got people to watch. You mean, you have
0: the the Dave Matthews band.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Have I mentioned this before about one of my favorite... Um, one of my favorite headlines from the onion, like it was Dave Matthews, just not that into Dave Matthews band anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And then the article is just like a quote from him being like, yeah, I don't know. Like I was really into it when I was in college, but I'm just not that into it anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Oh, um, how are you?
0: I'm I'm good.
1: Are you? I don't believe you.
0: I'm fine. Why don't I
1: believe you today? I keep questioning your honesty.
0: It's lie Sunday. (laughs) Isn't it? It's lie Sunday.
1: Yeah, it's lie Sunday. It's lie Sunday.
0: (laughs) Well, I, I had to watch this TV show. That was really tough to watch.
1: Yeah, I um to pull the curtain back a little further when i s- looked at the show notes and saw that the only thing you had written was <laughs> tough to watch i was like well that's going to be great <laughs>
0: <laughs> no i i well i didn't know what else to um to say about it so i started thinking about it cuz i but then i didn't have time to put in the notes but oh okay right? but um so this is uh well the sh- let's talk about the show the show is called is it being served
1: are you being served?
0: Are you being served? Yeah. Um, and it is a British comedy that was on from 1972 to is it
1: 72? Wait, what would you say?
0: The year is that this show was on. It was like 72 to or
1: 74. Or 72, yeah. Actually, I um. It's so weird. The re- the they had shot a pilot of it, and the BBC had decided not to air it. And then um, there was the 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 Munich massacre happened at the Olympics. Mm. Do you know about that?
0: Uh, there's a movie called Munich is the only reason why I do know about it, but I okay. don't know much. I don't know much about it. I, I Did will you see honest.
1: the movie or you just know it existed?
0: I know it exists.
1: Okay. I, I mean, I think I vaguely knew this had happened, mm. but I, so I clicked, I clicked on the link. So what happened? The, oh man, the, um, <clears throat> the Palestinians came in at the. Oh, God, the Olympics were in Munich in Germany. Okay. And the Palestinians came in and kidnapped all of the Israeli athletes as hostages um, because they wanted the Israelis to free, I think, 200 um, Palestinian prisoners. Mm. And they also demanded that a couple of Germans be freed. And I think there were there were neo-Nazis in in Germany that were collaborating with them. And it was this very, I mean, it was, it was a mission that was endorsed all the way up to, um, oh shoot, what was the ugly guy who we had such, up to Arafat, you know. I you're going to
0: say Arafat.
1: Yeah. um, And I was going to say the ugly, this is how ignorant I am. I was going to say the ugly guy with the black and white check scarf. And I was like, that's what all of the PLO wear. Is black and white check scarf. It's a beautiful scarf. Ug- they're, not yeah. all ugly, they're not all a- ugly. They're not all ugly. Arafat was ugly, uh, but I don't. Regardless, <laughs> regardless. So they, it, but it was. I mean, it was a fully endorsed mission. Yeah, yeah. And so they, uh, they just they went into the Olympics and they, um, they took all the they took all of the Israeli athletes and the I guess the Germans kind of bungled. Any of the um the rescue mission aspect of it because because they still they have such uh, strict laws about what the German army can and can't do right because of what the German army has done in the past yes and so the German army was not allowed to operate inside the country unless war had officially been declared Mm -hmm. and so they were just sending like policemen in. To try to take on these, you know, these high level trained assassins who had kidnapped these guys. And so it just got bungled and bungled and bungled and everybody ended up dead. And so they had to pause the Olympics.
0: Uh, I I was going to say, if there was any way to get me to watch the Olympics, because I hate the Olympics. Uh Like, you know, that's the only way it's going to happen.
1: <laughs> it that I mean that kind of is what happened because the like they were actually they were actually filming the police coming in to they were broadcasting it and so the the terrorists knew
0: right they getting uh notoriety or uh, yeah media. so
1: um I don't know and then there you know there was a huge ripple from this and uh the Israelis just hunted the remaining people down and the people who planned this, you know, for they've spent probably like, they spent probably 30 years hunting them down. Jeez. Um, And that's all awful. I, 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 I don't know. It's, I don't know if we've really had something where it felt like, like there was one global event where everybody was just sort of waiting with their breath held. Mm. Um, <laughs> the but OJ.
0: What, Um, yeah the 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 lackluster uh chase
1: yeah but this just uh, i just can't i don't know i i was thinking about it um you know because we're 50 years out from it you know 49 years out from it i guess because this was 1972 like i you know the the sort of um political sentiment towards the palestinians has changed so much recently. I think, yeah. like, I think it's shifted a lot, especially with younger people. And um, I, I, I guess, I kind of, if I had seen that, I, I, I guess, I understand more why people were afraid that this was like a, a really no holds barred conflict. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not even necessarily saying I don't understand why if they were if they were trying to get their prisoners freed they Mm -hmm. were they just said we're gonna go for it you know we're gonna we're gonna do this no holds barred um yeah i you know i don't know why those prisoners were in prison i have no background on any of that um but that's that's terrifying
0: yeah no i mean you know no one's innocent in the um
1: the, Israeli yeah. Palestinian Yeah, conflict.
0: but it's just—it seems to me one one country has way more uh, resources and power over the other one. And I think—and you're right—the the sentiment has changed. And I think it started with with like in acad- academia with um, Edward Said, kind of like you know voicing the struggles of of Palestine. But also like it really is like Israeli is really a powerful country. <laughs> right, with like um, you know, allies like the U.S., you know,
1: yeah,
0: uh, and pal, you know, Palestine, um, you know, <laughs> they're not as you know uh, powerful, but also like it to me, in, in my opinion, it's the same thing. No matter who it, it it could, it doesn't matter who the once you have one powerful against another, whether it's the U.S. against pick a country. <laughs> you feel you feel bad for the the regular citizens who are just caught in this ridiculous conflict, you know? Yeah. And that's what tends to happen all the time specifically with the citizens of Palestine. Um yeah, it's 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 a I mean, I don't even I thought I thought that Jared was supposed to fix it. <laughs> like, I guess he didn't,
1: <laughs> Mr. Kushner. <laughs> Mr.
0: Kushner. <laughs> um, they sound like Mr. Carter,
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: Mr. Kushner. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it's weird that um the Trump's son-in-law couldn't fix that.
0: Yeah, you know, here is a, a young. I don't even think he's that young. He just looks. He just perpetually looks fourteen, right? Like, yeah, he he looks like every day is his bar mitzvah.
1: Right and you also, know, but also completely bloodless. Yeah, like a vampire. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, with no, you know, historical military uh, experience. Um, just you know, yeah. I, I you know, I marvel at, at. I marvel at what people think or are, you know, fed to believe and actually believe.
1: I wonder, be. like, I, I wonder what jared said he was going to do versus what trump said he was going to do like can you imagine like you're just talking to your father-in-law who's given you a job and oh kid what do you want to work on oh well i'm kind of interested in
0: you know like
1: like, the the the, you know if we could do something about the middle east and then trump's just like jared's gonna fix the middle east (laughs) yeah Uh so all that aside so all that to say yes. when the when the olympics coverage the coverage of the olympics was shut down in 1972 the pilot of are you being served was aired in the um the dead spot that where they didn't have anything to air ah. and then it was well received and then they shot the rest of the season gotcha And so and and it's interesting, too, because the the episode that I picked is uh, has to do with the um, the energy crisis that happened in the early 70s. This is from the this is season or season two, episode two, and it's called Cold Comfort and yes. the the sort of setup of the show is that you have um a floor of a department store in London and on one side of the floor is the men's items and the other side of the floor is the ladies items and so you've got the um staff on both sides and the the in their their sort of manager on the floor which is called Captain Peacock um who's this you know kind of pompous war veteran who's very into following procedure and chain of command and all that um although i think in a later in a later show years down the road they said that he wasn't actually like he yes he had served but he he was i guess the like the equivalent of uh national guard oh okay instead of being you know like a
0: like deployed or something somewhere. Yeah
1: yeah like i think he was supposed to be a veteran of the african conflict um but so yeah you've got you've got sort of the push and pull between the men's and ladies floors on or departments on the floor and then you also have their manager who sits in an office off to the side like what you just described drew carey doing Mm -hmm. and then there's the department store is called graces so there's uh young mr grace who he's young mr grace because he's you know the son of the original owner but he's in his 80s or 90s Um uh, and then oh have- is
0: that the guy with the old old guy with yeah. the, that was like putting the um the thing in his ears the whack the paper
1: oh no no he's just the he's just that's the um that's the man who's in charge of the uh, uh the oh he's department. the guy
0: with the office right
1: no no, the, the owner was the guy who came at the end and told them he was going to turn the heat back on.
0: Yes. Okay. Cause they yeah. own something. Yes. Okay. I got you.
1: So I guess it, it is kind of a lot of people to keep track of, but, um, so you have like all these different levels and then you have the cleaning staff and they're not allowed to be on the floor during business hours. Yeah. So they're constantly getting shooed out. And then the and then you have the customers and the customers are definitely higher class people mm-hmm. than everybody who works there, um, you know, because they have the money to shop there. And it's so it's I don't know, it's it's a very like broad, very British um you know, kind of farcical, um, comedy that it's, it's a lot, it, (laughs) it's very body. Um, and it's like double entendre central. The, the lady, Mrs. Slocum, who's in charge of the women's side is this older woman and her hair color changes almost every week. Mm. And she also makes a joke about her pussy every week. Oh. And so, uh, but by her pussy, her cat, so she's allowed to say it. Oh. So like in this episode, the um because it was so cold and she was a couple minutes late, she you know, she said something like, you know, Oh, yeah, my <laughs> my my poor my poor I had to thaw my poor pussy out um before I could come. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was so fun like I would watch so like the reason why I picked this show is Uh, it it was from the 70s but then um, it aired PBS used to air all these British sitcoms starting in the 80s Mm -hmm. and so this was a show like that I would watch with my family and it was just like I it was one more thing where I was like how do my parents think this is okay this doesn't make any sense but like we just thought it was hilarious and it was it was so dirty
0: it's because they have accents
1: it, because the, it is it is and also because it was just very broad like it wasn't it was it was it was body it wasn't yeah. it wasn't actually like sexy, dirty, it was just body
0: it yeah it was um it- remi- first of all the first thing I thought of when I was watching this was the are you having a laugh
1: exactly
0: <laughs> you know the the, the show that Ricky Gervais creates in what extras, right?
1: Extras, yeah. Are
0: um, oh,
1: you yeah, yeah. having a laugh?
0: Yeah, I was just like, oh no, and then it was just like all the like, and I could see, I guess, back in the seventies how this was like funny, but it's just like I'm like all the like, yeah. I, I, I I I wouldn't say they're dad jokes, but like they're just jokes that like you just expect them. And yeah. Some jokes that you have in your head, you know, it's okay not to say them.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was really funny. I thought it was really funny. It reminded me, like, it has a similar rhythm to, like, 30 Rock, where every line is a payoff.
0: Mm. Yeah, I could see that. I could totally see that. But it was, it was just, yeah, it was, um, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was special. Like, you yeah, yeah. But you had the Weasley guy who was like walking around the store trying to like sell people like alcohol.
1: What? Oh yeah, the, right.
0: And then like the guys like you know you're not supposed to be here um, before before nine thirty or something. You have to be off the floor like what you were saying because all help um, secondary staff I guess have to mm-hmm. be. Um, they couldn't even partake in the meeting,
1: right? Because in the beginning. Yeah. Um,
0: they were going to have a meeting. So, well, let's set the episode up, right? So, um they the, uh it's because of the energy crisis uh the department store uh is trying to cut back on energy uh you know to conserve energy. So, they don't have heat. They've cut the heat off for the for the day.
1: Right. And they've said that the the department the company does not have the coal to heat to heat the place. Right. So it's they're they're presenting it like there's no option whatsoever. So they've decided like an extra day a week to turn the heat off. Right. But they still make all the staff, they won't let the staff work in their coats. So everybody's just freezing all day long.
0: Yeah, and I think that's, you know, it's one of those reasons. There's something about um the British that they're very they're so rigid. Mhm. And, this, and there is such a defined class structure and rigidity within this class structure that, like, going back to, like, Victorian literature, that drives me insane, which is why I don't enjoy Victorian literature. Okay. Um, You know, so, like, when I was watching it, like, the fact that, like, these people can't even, like, put their coat on in a freezing situation is, like, Jesus Christ. Why? It's just for the, like, the allure of how the department store has to look, you know? Right. That shit yeah. That shit. That's a big turn off for me. I'm just like, oh fuck you.
1: Well, <laughs> and the manager, the manager basically calls on their their patriotism to say, like, this is you doing your part. This is you chipping in. Yeah. You know, to do this. Um. So actually, let me just read the synopsis so we we're not keeping people in terrible suspense. So they they turned off the central heating, but then in their their manager has told them no one can use an electric heater um which they in of course very british fashion call an electric fire because i i love that with like british terms where they just like put two words together to make the the name instead of creating an, a new word <laughs> so instead of being like space heater they're like it's an electric fire
0: like torch for flashlight
1: right exactly <laughs> Exactly. Words
0: don't change.
1: <laughs> it's it's the same function. Just use the word, damn it. Um, but so while the manager has told them they can't use anything electric, then he's in his office with a space heater on. And so then they find that out and they start uh, they go into the, you know, electrical section of the store and come back with like an irons and and um, toasters and just about anything they can get their hands on to to be warm and then you know eventually that all goes badly and things get set on well they didn't get set on fire but they dropped an iron <laughs> they burnt an iron through a display case uh and so then the mr peacock their boss takes them into the manager to complain about them and then the <laughs> the middle manager has hidden the space heater in his desk. Cause he's a real genius. <laughs> and so then while they're all in there, it's just getting hotter and hotter. And then his desk catches on fire. Um, And they, they put it out. And then in the end, the, um the, uh, the owner of the company comes and says, he's decided to turn it back on. And it turns out that all along there was coal available. He was just, he also owns coal yards. Mm. And so he was, putting the company in a position to have to buy coal from him. And so now he says, well, the heat's back on, so you can, you can all keep working. But there was funny stuff along the way. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. uh, I Uh, Yeah, there was some good jokes. I liked it. I thought it was okay. No. um, (laughs) So so like, um, you would watch like, do you, re- like, the way, you you know, we watch TV shows, like, season to season, like, you know, you can't miss one. Would you watch this show like that?
1: No, because with PBS, you never knew what was going to air.
0: It's true. PBS is, and they want money all the time.
1: They want money all the time.
0: <laughs> no, that's not, that's not PBS. Well, they do ask for money all the time. Not as but much But, like, as you NPR. wouldn't,
1: you, I... I maybe I'm wrong about this but I feel like when I was a kid like on a Saturday night when we would watch this kind of stuff like maybe it would be this show maybe it would be this really boring show about a priest and a brother <laughs> you know like you just kind of <laughs> never you just kind of never knew what I was going to be on like it it yeah I don't know watching that cuz we never got the um we never got the TV guide yeah when I was a kid and I mean you there was the the schedule would be in the paper.
0: Oh, that's right. Every Sunday's paper would have the TV guy for the week.
1: Yeah. And it was but, like a flimsy one. Right. You know? And so if you, if you lost that paper, then who knew You're by fucked. the time the end of the week rolled around. Um, so yeah, with PBS, you kind of just took what came and mm-hmm. sometimes it was awesome. And sometimes it was a real snooze.
0: Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of shows, like, you'd watch, like, a pilot. And, not you know, when you're a kid, you don't know things like pilots and, you know, episodes and shit like that. So, like, you would watch a show, you'd be like, oh, that seems interesting. I, like, I can't wait to see it next week. And then you'd try to go back and never find it again. Right. And you'd be like, oh, well, I guess that's gone.
1: <laughs> so, I don't even know how much of the show I watched when I was a kid. But I um, I was thinking about this episode, and I actually had looked up, like... Uh, I looked at a list of the um top ten funniest are you being Served, and okay. this this was on there, so that's how I found it
0: and you remember this episode as a kid, yeah, oh, okay, cool,
1: yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was funny, no
0: it's fine it was it it had its moments <laughs>
1: <laughs> it well it, also a thing about it that was um that was kind of cool was that the there was one of the men um Mr. Humphreys was super camp. Mm. Like super, super camp. And I mean, he comes off now. It's just like, oh, that 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 guy's gay. Yeah. And that's an insanely stereotyped <laughs> gay portrayal. Yes. But then in the show, you know, they never directly say he's he's gay. He's he's the like the creator said, like, oh, no, he's a, he's a mother's boy. And he lives with his mother, the character. And he, he does make jokes about that all the time but um
0: i don't know what's like worse
1: right exactly no, thank uh, about this boy. <laughs> but then in i think the actor actually did come out in 2005 um after being closeted forever but he he married his long-term partner mm. at that point but what i don't know if it comes across that well in this episode but like he's the best character like he's, yeah, I mean, he's one of the only. He's the only one who's a decent person and actually cares about the other people.
0: I was gonna say that he's the only one that seems to actually care, even though he's it's done with like a t- a tongue in cheek. Yeah, but he he is the only one that seems to you know like
1: kind of be nurturing of everybody because no, nobody in nobody who actually is in a position of authority takes care of anybody else, but he actually looks out for people.
0: And then you have the other guy with the ice skates. What's his name? Um, he's like the—I guess he would be the Alan Alda gym office character, like the main guy, right?
1: Kind of, but that's the thing is he's—and and I what I read was that the show was actually supposed to be a vehicle for him. Okay, but that it didn't really work out that way. Like uh, he's the most junior salesman, and he's just always banging chicks, basically. Yeah. Um, but he's yeah. I mean, he has his moments. He's not a, he's not an idiot, but he's also not. He's just not that. He was never that compelling to me. Mm. And I get that he's you know attractive in a seventies ish way, but he never did it for me.
0: Did I was reading this show had like a comeback in the nineties?
1: Yeah, I think it. I think it was. It had a um, reboot.
0: But like the same cast, all right?
1: I don't think so. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, there. I mean, there was a spinoff that had some. that It had some other name, but pe- they just called it. People would refer to it as "Are You Being Served Again?"
0: <laughs> it's like, really ran out of names.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I think the the reboot was panned pretty hard mm. because it. I I can't imagine that it working again. Like, it's just too dated. Of a because of, there's a lot of mugging.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you just have to be. What? Well, um, yeah, yeah. Those those kind of like whimsical type, um, jokey don't really. I'm trying to think of a sitcom now that would do that. Like almost looking in the camera type of shit. While yeah, say a joke, you know.
1: <laughs> and I guess Mr. Humphrey's the the camp character. He would he would break the fourth wall sometimes. Yeah, which was a, a new thing.
0: Um, Which is like when I, you know, I want to. I, I like to watch uh, Carol Burnett, on, again, yeah, like on the reruns, because um, I used to watch that as a kid, and like the way they would like sometimes, you know, well, the way they would mess up a lot too, but also, um, like look at the audience, or look in the camera, it was kind of you know, you'd be like, oh okay, <laughs> you
1: know, yeah, their breaking <laughs> it was funny. They, I actually with the the campy thing, like. I, when I started watching British game shows and panel shows a couple years back, Mm -hmm. um, that's when I, people are, I was kind of wondering how this show would hold up because I knew there was this sort of gay character. Yeah. And um, the, what's funny is like, there are still, there are still comedians in the UK who act like this. Like it's a very particular style. Yeah. That's just sort of accepted.
0: Mm -hmm. even
1: in there even really young guys like there's a there's i can't think of his name but there's a guy in his who's in his 30s um who's bald who acts like this um and he's you know he's smart and he's funny i mean even alan carr kind of acts like this um i don't know it's just a it's just a very it's a very different way of going about it you know where it just
0: i guess like a like Everything well? Hey, everything old again is new, right? And then everything old is new again, or whatever that statement. Yeah, is. but I like, don't. I
1: don't think they ever stopped.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a genre of comedy, right? Like, um, like Benny Hill. I don't know if you ever got a chance to see Benny Hill as oh, a
1: kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: I used to watch that, and that was really raunchy, over-the-top stuff. I don't.
1: I think I watched it a little bit when it was on PBS, but um, was, yeah, I can't remember much about it.
0: It was very, I mean, I don't know. It, from what I remember, it was very, like, you know, sexual. and Everything was, every joke was about sex. Yeah. You know?
1: Sex is funny.
0: Yeah, I guess so.
1: I laugh and I laugh.
0: <laughs> I laugh. I say, oh, but don't laugh while doing it.
1: Oh. Oh.
0: Unless, I mean, you can. But kind of rude. I don't know. You're like, <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> yeah.
1: Why is everybody always no. laughing at me? Yeah, or
0: oh, you know, especially when a crowd is laughing while you
1: <laughs> Oh yeah, you don't want a laughing orgy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, so we watched that.
0: That was good. That was. Um, I was surprised only YouTube had it. I thought uh, there would be other places. Yeah. Because it, it, when I was, you know, reading about it, it did seem like a lot of people did like it, and it was oh yeah, it pretty um, popular. Um,
1: It yeah, it went at a time when you know British seasons are only like eight shows, and mm. it I think it had like seventy episodes.
0: Mm. Yeah, and and
1: there was even a movie. I think
0: wow, Uh, because I mean, BBC TV specifically back then, it's only like what one or two channels.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, these also these actors, I mean, they did mug a lot, but uh, these were hardcore, you know, British stage actors. Mm. So they, you know, they were bringing a lot to it. Um, So people loved it.
0: A lot of these actors like you could recognize today, but like older, like they play a lot of the old people in like TV shows. You're, oh,
1: yeah. Look, that person. Yeah.
0: Like the Captain Peacock. Um. Also the young. Um, what was her name? Brom? miss brahm
1: is her name oh the um the the little the cockney girl yeah the, yeah
0: she's been in things I've seen before yeah I've seen things before
1: yeah I think most of the people in the cast are dead now
0: I would imagine uh, oh because it's
1: 50 years later yeah. if they weren't dead yeah. that would be weird actually like the mr Humph, mr mr Humphreys the the old guy with the the um wool in his ears yeah he died before the i think after the fourth season
0: i think that he died after he d- the flood yeah um, <laughs> yeah it's always speaking of like just like when people i guess die on like during filming or during a season that shit with alec baldwin oh you heard about that right yeah oh, You wanna,
1: you want to describe it
0: I don't know. They were filming this movie, I think rust and they had a prop gun, I think. And it went off. I'm still kind of sketchy on the details. It went off and like one, the director of cinematography died and someone else was injured.
1: So this is just me repeating something I heard on another podcast. And I will fully cop to that. I listened to, um, a podcast called Stay F. Homekins that's uh, Paul F. Tompkins and his mm-hmm. wife um, Janie Hatted Tompkins,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they they started it as a during the pandemic, um, and it's not as frequent anymore. But there was an episode Friday night, and you know they're both actors, so everybody, I guess, everybody in Hollywood is just you know freaked out, yeah, about this. Um, <clears throat> so they were saying that. um Like, like what, what people in their circles are saying is that they were, the production was sort of cutting corners with the crew. And so I guess when you, this is a Western, this movie. Mm -hmm. And so typically in a movie where you have a lot of guns, you would have somebody uh, with the title of armorist. Yeah. Who is actually like a weapon specialist who does all the handling. Mm -hmm. And instead of doing that, they just had it all handled by the prop master. And I guess the prop master they said was Uh, non-union was maybe inexperienced. And so they, (laughs) um, so I guess, you know, the gun had been put in the prop rack and the, um, the AD took it and gave it to Alec Baldwin and said, it's cold, you know, meaning it's not load, It's not loaded. Right. And then I don't know what happened from there, but Yeah. He he killed one person and shot another person, or maybe there was a ricochet. I don't know, but the, so there was a live bullet. It wasn't a blank. And how do you? How does a live bullet get anywhere near a movie set?
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> I really yeah. don't know. In, When in when part- that happened to me, and I hate to like be a conspiracy theorist, but I feel like someone set somebody up. You know. Mm. Um. I don't know if they intended for that person to die, but, you know, it just seems like exactly what you just said. How the hell does that happen?
1: And, um, like Paul PFT was making the point of why, why do we need to have, why do we need to have real guns in on a set ever? You know, he was saying like, if, why can't they they create something that has a kickback and then they put the, um, if there needs to be smoke, you know, out of the muzzle or whatever, put it in and post.
0: Yeah. CG or CGI. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, this has happened before. I know uh, Bruce Lee's son, uh, Brandon Lee died while filming The Crow. You remember this in the nineties. Um, I just, it just, you know, it just, it happens every now and then, but yeah. Why I mean, at this point with the way, graphics and technology are i don't think you need you probably don't even need people (laughs) like you know right um yeah it's it's sad it's it's really it's really weird but um it's i think you know i feel bad for Alec baldwin because he basically killed somebody and it probably feels like shit
1: yeah like the guilt
0: the guilt like you know
1: yeah how do you live with that
0: i i i don't know um
1: and there was when it when i first saw it it happened um I saw, you know, a headline and a blurb that said that he was seen outside of the sheriff's office in Arizona where it happened and wouldn't comment, but was just sobbing.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, he's not, he's a very uh, clearly emotional dude, um, both good and bad. So I can't imagine that he, he must feel like shit, like anyone with any demon decent, um, you know, sense would feel terrible. Um, yeah, and and I just want to say, fuck the fuck the conservatives who are you know using this to like bash him for his NRA views. Yeah, and, you know, fuck you. So that's all yeah. I wanted to say. They're just that. going
1: after him because he did the Trump. He did yeah, the yeah. But you know, someone's sketches on SNL.
0: Someone's dead. Yeah, like you know, a mother, a daughter, a sister, or you know, a, a wife. Like you know, fuck off. So,
1: so that's yeah. sad, and he's a producer on it too. So, like the level of
0: mm, yeah.
1: responsibility he must feel is, yeah, it's awful.
0: I don't, I don't like. I don't know anything about like you know sets for movies, but like I thought everyone had to be um, like on a big scale had to be union.
1: I I guess not. Not that,
0: not that being union would have you know. Sometimes people fuck up. Sometimes people fuck up. You
1: know. Yeah. Yeah, God. yeah, it's crazy. So, oh, yeah, what else happened that was great this week?
0: No, you know, things are happening, man. Things are good. Things are, you know, COVID numbers in New York City are going down. Yeah, um, what else happened? Oh, uh, I went to the wing restaurant, me and Tracy went there on not for wing night, we went on Tuesday, I think. Okay. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Hadn't been there in over a year and a half. <laughs> Sat outside. Everyone's there. <laughs> it, <laughs> we had fish and chips and chicken.
1: Okay. It was
0: good. It was fine. Everything was fine.
1: Did you guys have any of my coffee martinis that make your fingers stick together?
0: I tend to not drink the beaties. Um, <laughs> Cause I'm not looking for the beaties. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I won't be looking for it in future.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, well now that you're, a, you know, straight up gin.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm back to my roots.
0: <laughs> straight up gin. No, I just, I doing. felt
1: like, I felt like I should order a cocktail because we were like, I'm sitting there holding a table, you know? Yeah. No, so I understand. That makes I sense. I ordered that one. And then I was just like, Oh no, I've ordered straight alcohol. <laughs>
0: Do you think they forgot to put the other ingredients in the drink?
1: <laughs> no, I mean, oh. I think like I when it said dragon fruit, I assumed that meant dragon fruit juice, but it didn't change the flavor whatsoever. Like it just tasted like gin with lemon.
0: What is dragon fruit juice?
1: It dragon fruit is that really pretty bright fuchsia fruit that um, it's sort of it's sort of like egg a big egg shaped. But then it has these little tentacles that come off of it that are greenish. Mm. Okay. Like it's And then the I don't really know what the what the fruit is supposed to taste like. Because I, I never actually buy those because I don't know how to eat them.
0: It's like a um what are they? Um oh my god. A pomegranate.
1: Oh, yeah. I know
0: like if if no one showed me how to eat it, I would think that's the worst fruit in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, it's terrible so hard. <laughs>
1: It's like if you just eat, if you bit into the outside of a banana or an orange.
0: Like, it defies all logic on how to eat fruit. You know what I mean? Like, it's
1: just like, it's not right.
0: It's not right. I just don't understand.
1: I just remember something exciting that happened to me this week on, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday. No, it must have been Wednesday. I clicked onto HBO because, Mm -hmm. and I, which I haven't done in a while, and the Dune trailer was up. And I'm a big Dune fan. And so I was just like, oh, awesome. Let me watch the trailer because I knew that movie was coming out. Mm -hmm. And it looked great. And it said it was going to be October, whatever. And I was like, oh, cool. In a couple weeks, it'll be out. Mm -hmm. And then the next night, I clicked onto HBO again and it was out.
0: (laughs) You seem so excited.
1: I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, when it said the date, that date was tomorrow. It's Christmas. <laughs> it really was.
0: Did you watch I- it? Yes. Was it good? I liked it. Yeah, a lot of people like it. It's
1: I it's only it's a little bit weird because it's um it's it's like the first half of the first book or I feel like they'll probably combine the first and second book okay. a bit. Um so it's not like There's no payoff to it, but it's definitely doing heavy duty world building. Okay. And, but the, what's so cool about it is like this book came out in the 70s. uh, And, and basically is an allegory about the oil crisis. Mm. So it's also very timely with what we're talking about. Um, And is there are just things in it that are so difficult to put in a film from a, um, special effects point of view and so like over the years as there have been remakes it keeps getting better and so it was just really really cool to see a full you know big budget um resource production you know throw everything at this
0: how many how how many movies have there been because i know there have been movies um done
1: oh there was the one in the the 80s or i don't know 80s or early 90s with the guy from twin peaks and sting
0: sting was in that one that's right
1: yeah um and i i think i i i think i have seen that but it wasn't good yeah um and then there was one that the sci-fi channel did when i lived in kentucky so that would have been like 2000 okay um or no it would I, i moved there Right when September 11th happened, so it would have been 2002 probably that that came out, and it, I really liked it. That was a mini series because it's a lot to it's a lot to spit out. In it's it's complicated. It's about politics, really. <laughs> it is. It's about politics and use of resources. It's about
0: politics in the sand with big worms,
1: the giant worms. Have you ever have you seen it or have nah, you read it, it?
0: It's not my bag. How do you know? Uh, cause uh, I don't know. It seems like it has people I don't like in it. <laughs> <laughs> just, and it seems like a lot.
1: It, uh, yeah. It is, I'm just curious. Like if, if, uh, someone completely new to it, if it's comprehensible,
0: I, I I'll probably watch it the way I'm watching that, um, Soprano prequel, like 20 minutes a day.
1: <laughs> you're doing sopranos homework
0: no i don't i've never seen the sopranos uh, me either i just don't like my gangsters in tracksuits. suits uh i like you know like them in like you know like the godfather and like you know in suits you, looking sharp
1: you like boardwalk empire shoes
0: yeah that's like that's that's that that's it right so this is like <laughs>
1: i it's know just, that about you because you had that beautiful pair of shoes yeah because i wanted those, it to be
0: like steve buscemi yeah the shoes, those, like
1: red leather shoes those were yeah. gorgeous
0: thank you um so this is like a prequel to tony's it's also on hbo like tony like how tony became tony and i'm like okay it's like it kind of blends the like you know the suits into the track suits um, oh
1: okay so, like, what what era is that? What it's years? in the
0: '60s, and it kind of references like the riots that happened in Jersey. The um, I don't want I I you shouldn't call it riots like. Well, oh, I don't know if they were massacres, but it was like an uprising. I don't want to call it uprising either. That's offensive. It was like when you say race riots. It's really like it's the term is is becoming. It should be. It's, it's kind of offensive because you know it's like well what the hell is really happening but you know it was basically um people were you know breaking shit um and mostly the african-american community uh, People like in, in the community.
1: newark or
0: yeah i think it was newark um and i forgot the reason why uh but you know it, there's always a reason of course because you know <laughs> shit is fucked everywhere throughout time um and you know, so you, you're you're getting this like you're getting like the historical like um, dealings between uh, the mafia and um, the African American community, uh, and then how like you know they're running drugs and doing all these things, and it's like, you and what's his name, the guy from Hamilton is in it, Omar something Junior. And I think he's starting to, like, want to do his own thing. Like, kind of, like, you know, he's tired of being, like, you know, answering to the mob. Like, he's like, no, we're our own people. Because, you know, you also have, like, the Black Panther movement and, like, you know, uh, Black power and Black pride. So, like, no, we're going to run our own shit in there. You know, there's kind of, like, some hesitation. Like, well, aren't we going to piss off, you know, the mafia dudes? And, you know, so. But, you know, I'm only, you know, like i've only watched an hour of it so i haven't seen how it ends but it's, it's interesting but at the same time i'm like oh, this would not get me to watch the sopranos <laughs> I, I just can't do it
1: i think that kid is in um if it's the one i'm thinking of i think he oh no i can't think of the name of it what is that that show that show about the therapist that it was gabriel Byrne, and now it's the the chick from orange is the new black
0: oh i know what you're talking about so this
1: guy this guy was this guy was one of the patients this season and he was amazing so maybe i bet he has a development deal with hbo
0: probably um i think it's leslie odom isn't it exactly i guess so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Motherfucker!
1: i don't know i feel uh, bad for everyone listening
0: why the cat that was it like that cat <laughs> no like... i
1: feel bad for everyone listening for the um freaking hodgepodge patchwork no proper names conversation we're having oh, this is <laughs> broken corners yeah broken capillaries bro <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, but uh, it was also I wanted to see like how um, like the real actor—it's his real son. Oh, okay. Uh, portraying him as a as a younger Tony, um, and I wanted to see like how much you know what he what he does, like ticks.
1: Oh, the guy who died.
0: Yeah, I forgot his name.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Um,
0: but it's funny because like everyone's like, "Wow, he really," and he does look like him, and I was like, he
1: kind of looks like
0: John Cusack. Like a little chubby John Cusack as well. Oh, okay. So I thought that was funny. <clears throat> <laughs> wow. I, I yeah. So yeah. He, I know he was. Uh, he died. <laughs> I thought that's funny. Um. Yeah. So that's cool. And so Dune is out. You finish it. When's the next one coming out?
1: Oh, so that's the thing is people need to watch it because they're not. They don't haven't even funded it yet.
0: What the fuck is this NPR?
1: <laughs> Pretty much, but I really want everyone to watch it so I can see the next one. James Gandolfini.
0: Yes, yes. I should James have. Gandolfini Gandalf. <laughs> Why didn't he play Gandalf?
1: Can you imagine him with a beard <laughs> like Gandalf? Man, when um, it must have been it must have been when we were in Puerto merida for Brian and Ricardo's wedding. Um, I don't know if you were with me when this happened. We were walking along the boardwalk and David was with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, our friend David has this, you know, long beard and he's very <laughs> tall and thin. And uh, one of the, you know, one of the people working on one of the boardwalk shops just yells, Gandalf! <laughs> I was there. That's hysterical. <laughs> and David was like, hey, man. Yep. <laughs> you got it.
0: <laughs> puerto Vallarta there's a place also like we were walking uh not for brian and ricardo's wedding but the, the first time we went well the first time i went
1: uh was for your birthday <laughs> oh yeah when that when i was 35
0: and oh fuck really yes oh fuck we're getting old. And
1: here. i just turned 44 last week or the week before
0: oh <laughs> My back hurts.
1: Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping. <laughs> the cats are like, tell me about it, bitch. I know. Stella's like, I'm 19, bitch.
0: What do you think is
1: happening?
0: Um, I had, yeah, I had a Batman shirt on, and like these like group of guys kept yelling Batman, and I was like, all right, I don't ever want to wear this shirt again. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't ever... <laughs> never wanted, like, i've never been so I, I was like wow this is how women feel when they're cat called
1: <laughs> i guess they love a pop culture reference there <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> it's, it's like it's like what you know the um exporting of american culture
1: yeah oh could you say I lord, think it was... lord of the rings is american culture so, so what
0: can you say lord of the rings is american culture
1: um i don't know was the author british i I don't know
0: Tolkien is i don't know to be i don't know i don't it's not it's not my bag (laughs)
1: no
0: it's it's too big it's too long there's too much going on there's second breakfast i i can't do it
1: (laughs) yeah he was english um so no it's well i mean it depends if you consider the movie industry
0: yeah, that and that's really the thing. That's
1: an that's, American mm-hmm. export. Yeah, but that's a stretch. But still, Where I don't know. What's Peter Jackson?
0: Is New he New Zealand or Australian? Yeah, he's somewhere from down under. <laughs>
1: he's New. He's New Zealand. I knew it was shot in New Zealand, but I didn't know he was. What do they call it? Someone from New Zealand? A kiwi. Oh yeah.
0: But is that is that offensive?
1: I uh, no, I don't think so. Just a fruit. Well, I don't know. I, it doesn't seem offensive to me, but it could be very loaded.
0: It could be like I, I don't know anyone from New Zealand. Let me let me let me reach out to the prime minister, see what she's doing. <laughs> Apparently, there's a lot of earthquakes over there. Oh, really? Yeah, I think this is the second time they were interviewing her, and an earthquake happened, and she's like, "It
1: says, it says they proudly embrace kiwi."
0: Oh, do they? Okay.
1: Yeah. How do you
0: feel about kiwis? I love them. The fruit, not yes. the people. The people, I'm sure, are fine, lovely.
1: Yeah, I love kiwi. I'm not
0: sure about it.
1: It's awesome because you cut it in half, yeah, and then you just use a spoon, and you got it a little. It's like an egg cup, but good.
0: Oh, I see.
1: And if it tastes, if it's um, a lot of the time, you know, they're not ripe enough. But when they are ripe, it's almost like it's like a a strawberry, but then zingy and yeah. juicy i love them
0: hmm. i gotta do some research
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah get i mean maybe we could do a fruit season
0: i'm on the fence
1: <laughs> can you imagine welcome to broken corners this week we're talking about blueberries go fuck yourself <laughs> Next week, if you haven't killed yourself, come back and we'll be talking about strawberries.
0: Pomegranates.
1: Pomegranates are difficult. So is life. Fuck yourself. (laughs) Fuck yourself.
0: (laughs) I'll never forget um, when I first. So certain communities, and this is going to come across as offensive call, pomegranates, Chinese apples. Okay. Um, And I'm like, what the fuck is a Chinese apple? Mm Mm-hmm. And then I realized they were uh they were mentioning uh pomegranate.
1: I think they're also like um in ancient times they were also called love apples. Okay. And do you know the I Brian and I were talking about this recently because uh they went to see Hades Town, which is a whole like riff on the um the Persephone and uh Eurydice, or Eurydice and What's the guy's name? I can't remember uh the guy with the lute, Orpheus, okay, I just feel like I'm having a stroke saying all these things um it's 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 about that series of myths, and do you mm-hmm. know do you know that myth about like how Persephone went to the underworld with Hades and she took a bite of the apple, and he said like they wanted to he well he abducted her, yeah, and then because she had taken a bite. Um, he said that as many seeds as she had swallowed, Mm -hmm. those were the number of months she had to stay down there. Okay. And that's where you get the seasons from is because, uh, she swallowed three seeds. And so when she's down there, it's winter and her, her mother is the, um, the goddess of the harvest. Okay. And so when her daughter is away from her, she turns her face away from us. And that's why the earth is cold. Okay. So when i was a kid i was like who the fuck swallows apple seeds like what kind of animal was this woman (laughs) and then what i what i found out when i got older was that it was actually a pomegranate
0: but they have a lot of seeds what's that but they have a lot of seeds
1: and they have a lot of seeds so she actually didn't do a bad job right right um well she didn't know that's what she was doing but it makes so much sense because you swallow pomegranate seeds right that's all that's my pomegranate story (laughs) the end
0: which is the one where uh they can't look back?
1: That's the one. So okay. yeah, with uh Eurydice and yeah. Orpheus. Um they Orpheus went down to the underworld to retrieve his his love, his wife, and uh they said he could have her, but what he had to go and not look back. Right. He had to have the faith she was coming and he did look back and so she got sucked back into the underworld.
0: Right. Yeah, that's that's what I thought it was. I just wanted to make sure. Um. Yeah, that. Hmm. That one always made me laugh.
1: <laughs> what? Well, just because it's like fooled you?
0: No, because it's just like, come on, hurry up, hurry up, you coming, you coming.
1: <laughs> like, come on, we gotta
0: go. Let's go.
1: I know. It, like, goes all the way to the underworld <laughs> to retrieve her. And that just, you know, doesn't have the patience to yeah, Come anyone. on, let's go.
0: Shit, why you take so long? How much shit you need to bring? Put your makeup on already. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my dad would, he because he was in the army in World War II, his big thing that made him insane was what he called hurry up and wait. Mm-hmm. So my mom would always be like, is everybody ready? And just go like insane. And then we'd all just be sitting in the living room like, where are you at? And my dad would go, "Hurry up and wait," but he didn't say it loudly because he didn't want her to hear it.
0: Just box him around.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, I had that kind of hurry up and wait thing. But my thing is this. it's like you know, Tracy takes a long time to get ready. <gasps> and no, no, this is true. And um, this is actually factual. It's actually written somewhere, and <laughs> um, the Library of Congress. Um, so like, I'm ready, and then like she, she. She finally ready and clockwork. I always have to use the bathroom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and now it's happened so many times that it's just like, yeah, it,
0: it's, 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 it's basically yeah, like, loves bladder. I'm so tense that we need to get ready to go. And finally, when she's ready, I can release that tension. And it's like, Oh, Hey buddy, you may have <laughs> to drop this old deuce here. <laughs>
1: Oh, Before I was thinking front, but I wasn't thinking back. Okay. It could be,
0: it could be, you know, it could be one. It could be two. It could be one plus two. It could
1: be three. <laughs> it could,
0: could be. It could be two divided by one.
1: On a bad day, it could be a four.
0: Oof, <laughs> we ain't going anyway.
1: That's right. That's where you get to the car and go back in.
0: Yeah, it's you know, nobody needs that. <laughs> Oof, good times. <laughs>
1: um what else did i do this week i on thursday night um brian and i went and saw uh a singer named emily braden perform and she she actually performed with a couple other women who um had both been on the voice um at different times and they they were all kind of like big ladies okay um so the show was called big diva energy And it was a it was kind of a cool thing because they and they commented on this like you never you never see more than one big woman in a show Mm
0: -hmm. because they
1: just people just won't won't produce shows like that. And so they're, they're all such powerful singers with different, you know, very different voices. Gotcha. Um, but then it was, it was so, you know, they would each sing on their own, but then it was so cool when they would do numbers together and like do harmony together. And um, sometimes, you know, two of them would sort of do backup for another one. And um, they, they were just such powerhouses. Like they just sort of, you know, blew the doors off the place. Cool yeah yeah it was really neat it was at um city vineyard which is over on the the west side so it was um it was pretty that's cool yeah so i guess i'm doing stuff
0: getting out there you putting yourself out there
1: yeah the city feels spooky but what can you do well it's halloween (laughs) this is halloween
0: you know it's it's okay everybody
1: get vaccine Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I am a lyricist. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, no.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's funny how sometimes bad grammar is acceptable in, in lyrics, and you don't even realize that it doesn't make any sense. Well, what do
0: you mean by that?
1: um like because i
0: think you're supposed to fill the meters in all these empty spaces and and it's okay
1: mm-hmm.
0: or for like timing purposes you can stretch out words and or condense them you know like if, if the timing of the song
1: i guess i am thinking of that song that goes um don't know much about a science book yeah don't know much about the french i took
0: yeah you but don't also- know much
1: about a science book
0: yeah it, it clearly fits
1: <laughs> it's nonsense
0: it's like the um there's a song something elvira fira for Elvira. have you ever heard this song
1: what elvira my heart's on fire for yeah elvira. but exactly
0: yeah, but it's at the initially it was elvira my heart's on fira
1: no <laughs> yeah yeah
0: that's how the guy wrote it. <laughs> and then it's been changed over time because Fyra sounds kind of dumb.
1: <laughs> it's the Oak Ridge Boys, I think.
0: Yeah, and they did that they're, they're the ones who I think corrected
1: it. Oh, okay. But
0: it goes back to the, I forgot the guy's name who wrote it. Um, some old country dude. Okay. And uh yeah, it's Ilvira my heart's on Fyra. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad though. <laughs> My heart's on Fyra. Fyra. <laughs> so bad. I was always confused by that when I was a kid because I knew the Oak Ridge boys sang that song. But then there was like Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Yes. And I I thought that song was about her. And yes. it's only now that I'm saying this out loud that I'm realizing I thought that. I, I just, I didn't understand what they were singing about her.
0: I mean, you understand what they were singing about
1: Because of them tites,
0: I was just gonna say because she was a busty goth chick for sure. (laughs) I mean, why not? I mean, if you want to put that in in the, in the energy, in the earth, in the universe, sure. I mean, it's true. Yeah, I didn't get her. I mean, what was her deal? Like, I don't know. Because, I mean, at first, she would just sit there and like, kind of introduce these late night like horror movies. And yeah. I, I guess like she's the person. But then I think she, there was a movie that she starred in.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just always thought she was sort of like a B, you know, B star. I guess uh, so. Like just sort of a catch-all. I mean, I know, like drag queens love her.
0: Oh, do they? Okay. Um, Yeah, like she definitely inspires. Yeah, yeah, I could see that.
1: Um, Like I know she was a big one for sharing needles, Um, but no, I don't really know what her (laughs) deal was. But she was just always around.
0: It sounded like you said she was a big one for sharing needles, and I was like, oh, (laughs) okay.
1: (laughs) No, I, 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 I think she was clean. Yeah, I, I want to see her without her wig on.
0: Shut up! That's a wig.
1: It has to be. There's no way it's not a wig.
0: I don't want to see her now.
1: Oh, she looks great. She was a she was a, a guest judge on Drag Race a couple years ago, and she looks the same.
0: I don't know. Oh, oh, oh Cassandra Peterson. Here she is. She doesn't have the. She doesn't have the um, makeup here.
1: Oh my gosh, she is a redhead.
0: I mean I'm not sure how um that I mean yeah she owns that hair.
1: <laughs> oh she's pretty.
0: She's seventy years old.
1: Yeah, she looks fantastic. She does, she looks good. Good for her. Good for her. Oh, good for a, her, she's living. She's a that writer life. and
0: a singer. Well, wow, there's her electronic signature. Wow that's weird um oh no (laughs) on wikipedia
1: how did did you find that
0: it's on on wikipedia (laughs) like her electronic signatures right
1: that is wrong it's weird
0: somebody's gonna be writing some checks
1: to me (laughs) i don't know if it works that way memo line
0: (laughs) (laughs) crime she's like jokes on you i got no money
1: yeah spend it all on wigs did you really think that black hair was real hair
0: i might have when i was younger okay i don't know why it's it could pretty be.
1: it's a pretty big bouffant to be real
0: <laughs> i mean people did wear hair like that
1: yeah well this. yeah and stuff was stuffed under it like people women have always used um you know like clumps of other hair and rags and stuff to make their hair bigger yeah and then that's why the rats get in there oh lord they don't they don't that's not a thing um it's not why i have short hair (laughs) i don't what (laughs) i don't know I'm, i'm having a i'm having a situation i feel like sugar kicked in but i haven't had any I guess it was that fruit talk.
0: All oh, that fruit talk.
1: Yeah, that fruit talk. That fruit got me right where I live.
0: <laughs> cone syrup. Cone.
1: I oh, they said cone syrup.
0: Cone syrup.
1: You know, I have not had my traditional um, candy corn pumpkins this year. And I feel the lack sorely. I mm. really do. I'm going to have to get some. I wish you could get like a little like like dime bag of them though i don't want the whole bag you can
0: wait you mean like the just the ones with the the layers of of colors
1: no 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 not no the candy corn pumpkins the candy corn candy corn is acceptable but i like the candy corn pumpkins
0: oh it's the same it's 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 a little bit much because it's like uh more the candy corn but shaped like a pumpkin but the pumpkin. you got it yeah i know you're talking about
1: you got it yeah, I think that would be, you know what I mean? Because I don't want a whole bag that just has, like, little bags of candy corn, because that's the same as one big bag of candy corn. I think, you know,
0: really, you're going to have to mug a, a trick-or-treater.
1: Yeah. I mean, because there would be no way that I could get a bag of candy corn and just eat a few of them.
0: I mean, listen, hey, kid, what you got in the bag? You'll Run your shit. <laughs> um, I don't know.
1: Yeah. I think this is a problem with a solution. I'll find it.
0: I mean, it's really it's just CVS or or, or Dwayne Reed. Yeah, will assist you. I, I, <laughs> I. Other than that, then you know the I, I I see nothing wrong with mugging of the child.
1: I'm gonna isolate what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna isolate that. I'm gonna isolate the part about the Elvira checks. You're going oh, down.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh sure. For, I'm going Broken down.
1: corners concluded at the end of the uh, we don't know what season uh, oh. when Karen framed Armando <laughs> for, 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 <laughs> for crimes against Elvira and children. And...
0: <laughs> Come to find out, it was Elvira's children.
1: They all had little tiny black bouffant wigs on. <laughs>
0: It was an organization, a non-profit organization called Elvirus Children that I was stealing money from.
1: <laughs> At least Elvira's kids. kids. Yeah, I
0: guess that is better, right? Elvira's yeah, kids.
1: Elvira's children. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. Somebody said Fyra to Elvirus kids.
1: <laughs> okay, well, I gotta go.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. And there you have it. Um, everyone have a good Halloween
1: yeah wait is that already next week is that before we see him again
0: yeah it's next sunday
1: oh okay yeah happy halloween folks
0: happy halloween happy all saints day
1: yep um, happy get vac. if you're not vaccinated yet and you're listening to this you get vaccinated if you have the choice get vaccinated
0: wow that was that was aggressive
1: I know. I know some people, it's not an option for some people, but if it is an option for you, please do it. Please get that vaccine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I think we're gonna, have to, uh, we're gonna have to take you down a bit.
1: <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> fair. <laughs> Alright, just... bye everybody.
0: Alright, <laughs> you fucking get that vaccine. <laughs> fucking motherfucker.
1: Because we love you. Get it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or else get it. Yeah. All, right. All right,
1: everyone, have a good one. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>